You think being meek is weak, huh? Try being meek for a week. Ain't that right, Shaq? But my name is the second matter Give me a second I bring you from Kane to the second Adam For the pain, boy, I'm up and at him For the pain, boy, I'm up and bad it Patient for the win Cause he wins slow if these family matters I'm so convinced That you won't find no bold demands It's those of them that's going in for holiness God goes with them Now I'm about going harder Walk with me through these martyrs And fathers, definitely father For the father, boy, don't get me started Amen. We're going to get right into our show. It's, this episode is not just any episode. Amen. So this episode, if you're, if you're on Facebook and you see the title, it's all about family. Amen. We're going to be diving deep into family. If you're, if you're watching, if you watch our last episodes, you know we're talking about our new season. We're talking about leading leadership and tonight we're going to be talking about family leading in families new seasons in families i can't wait to hear what our guest has to say we're going to bring them onto the screen can you give hello All right, hey man, this is Angelique and Morris Harmon. Go ahead and say a couple of things. Introduce yourself. Can you? Can you hear? Can you hear? All right. So go ahead and introduce yourself. 
Can you hear? Oh, we can't hear you. All right. Are you muted? I think y'all need it on y'all end. All right, we are back. I'm sorry about those technical difficulties, but if you didn't hear, I am here with Morris and Angelique Harmon. Amen. 
So I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves. All right. Amen. Amen. Hey, um, I'm Morris. This is Angelique. Um, but right now, I, you, you know what? I want to pray right now um, because right now I, I do. I believe that the enemy do not like to hear about family, to hear about children of God, to hear about anything over the airwaves right now. And so just while we're just sitting here and, I, and I'm looking at the time, I feel like we lost like 10 minutes of the time. And I'm like, Lord, we're going to we're we, we going to redeem this 10 minutes with prayer and, and just just speaking out the words of Jesus right now. Because in this time right now, family is important. Amen. Family is important. Just being um, like one with each other and just um, um, just just caring for one another. And and the enemy, the, de the devil do not like that. He do mm -hmm. not hear about that. And and I just want to pray right now. So, Father God, right now, we lift up this time to you right now. Lord, we thank you for being here right now, Father. We thank you for your spirit that dwells in here, that dwells in us, Father God, right now. Amen. Father God, I thank you uh, for going before us in this time right now, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the people that hear your voice in these times that need to hear your words right now. And we just thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Enemy of no place right here That's this right. is good ground here this is a place where the holy spirit dwells in jesus mighty name jesus amen God. amen amen you gonna tell people oh, oh yeah go i uh, know i want you to go first you, you go my, you can go first <laughs> you can go first my lady like he said we're uh morrison angelique harman um from hockley texas yes. And uh, we are just so happy to be here with you tonight. Um, yes. We love family. We love marriages. And we love talking to God's people. Yes. Once again, I'm Morris. Amen. <laughs> so, as I said earlier, but I'm going to say it again because that was the last video. We're, about, we're, we're talking about leading in families. We're, we're talking about the purpose of family. Uh, and two scriptures, two main scriptures that we, I want that we're gonna really discuss is the first one is Joshua 24, 15. Now this scripture, a lot of people quote this scripture, but we, we're really gonna, in the name of the show, go in, we, we're really gonna go deep with this scripture. It, it reads, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the gods the Amorites, in which land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, a lot of people just stick to that last part. Yeah. But for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And that last part is really great. But the one thing I learned about, the one thing I really learned in studying God's word is that we have to read the full scripture to right. really understand what he wants us to understand and know. And when I first read the scripture, I'm like, okay. He's talking to Joshua and he's leading this people 
and that they should serve God. But what God reveals to me as I start studying is that here Joshua is leading a group of people mm -hmm. to the promised land, in the promised land. Mm -hmm. You see, what God was saying that you can either serve the God of the past generations or you can either serve the God of the people of the land that you're on now. Mm -hmm. But for me and my house, we're going to serve the God that brought us from the past mm -hmm. and got us here in the promised land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that because as we're talking about family, if you don't know who you serve, yeah. You'll go every which way. Yeah. Yeah. For as Joshua, as he was leading the children of Israel, right? And yes. for those who didn't want to serve God who brought them out the path and into the promised land, and for mm -hmm. those who didn't want to serve God, they went their separate way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They they went away. They went somewhere else. And if you read the Bible, you'll know that the children of Israel are the ones who conquered land as they moved forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it, it may not seem desirable now. That's what I'm saying. It may not seem desirable now, but <laughs> but God, they, they they say that but God has power in it. And it does, but also I want to say, and God. Amen. And yep. God did. Yep. So, talking about undesirable, I got ahead of myself. I <laughs> we jumped yep. into the discussion, but but, but before I, before we continue into the discussion, I want to go back a little bit and do a little icebreakers because this is the first time. You have seen Morris and Angelique Harmon on this platform, so we want to get to know them before we dive into the discussion. All right. All right. <laughs> so if you're familiar with the show, you know we ask three simple questions first. And the first question is, what is your favorite thing that you have bought this year? That we have, that I have, like for me, that I have bought? Yeah. Ah, let's see. I don't. Oh, you you know what? I'm gonna say something recent. I'm gonna say something recent, like really recent. Even though it was like, you know what? Time with the family was good. Like had um 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 letting her go and enjoy herself. <laughs> that I bought. You can't use that, that. I bought. I you cannot <laughs> use that. Ooh. I can't. That I wow. bought. Wow. So plain, plain ticket. Plain ticket. Wow. Okay. Okay. Plain ticket. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a piece of the um 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 a, a beach, <laughs> a beach scenic view. Wow. You know, uh, okay. and, and you know, and and to to be honest, it's like I I really did I, I really enjoyed being with my kids. Like off of work and everything, like 
I would say like something recent, recent that I because I don't buy a lot of stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I really don't. But um, to see that she's enjoying herself and to see that that God just um, just glows in her. Even if I see a picture, I always tell her, take a picture of yourself, take a picture of the things that you're doing. And because I want to see that that happiness, I want to see that that joy. I'm going to say that joy, not just happiness, a joy. So that right there, like I really I'm glad I bought that. <laughs> and, you, and you know what? I'm glad that I bought uh, some clippers and some edgers for him <laughs> for Father's Day because he was so excited. He needed new ones. He always cuts our boy's hair. He cuts his own hair. And so it really blessed him to have new edgers and clippers. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next question is you, you talked about like a vacation or a trip right so this question is kind of close to that what is your favorite or dream vacation what you gonna say favorite or dream vacation favorite what's your favorite oh my favorite place is destin florida destin like, florida like that 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 right there like like that's a whole different atmosphere that's a whole different thing i don't have to really worry about a whole lot of stuff because either stuff is already paid for or i'm already you, you know it's more relaxing it's relaxing yeah same yeah. yeah yeah that that place right there we enjoy that or panama place. city beach mm -hmm. if, if nobody know by now we like we like the beach. Yeah, anybody I, that knows us, I or even take Galveston. Us, they know we love the beach. That's 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 us. The beach is us. Yeah. Not the sand. The sand is the sand. The all of it. The beach. The Lord is at the oh, beach. Hold on, you gotta watch out. He probably said Galveston. What you say now? I, I like the water, not the sand. Oh, okay. really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, last question. All right. Okay. So if you had 10 minutes, 10 minutes to spend $20,000, how would you spend it? 10 minutes to spend $20,000? $20,000? I know my answer. <laughs> I would, I would book a, a vacation for the whole family. Mm. It only take me, it wouldn't take me that long to book some flights and book a resort somewhere. I mean, twenty thousand is a lot. I'll probably pay up some bills real I, quick, like I have expensive taste. Like, like I would, yeah. Before we go <laughs> to that vacation, I would definitely spend money on some bills, probably the mortgage, like all that type of stuff. You only have ten minutes. I mean, ten minutes a week. That's why we got um online banking. It's <laughs> <laughs> a click of a button. <laughs> uh, and so, what I just found out because I'm trying to plan. A family trip for me and Kamaya. Plane tickets are expensive to people. Yeah, it depends on where you're going. Mm -hmm. See, because apparently we have expensive taste. Yes. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it when you can afford it. <laughs> um, it it's really getting exciting for me to plan this. All right, that is our questions. Now we're on to our next segment. Which is two realities and a dream. Mm -hmm. What what this segment is? You just say two things that you are proud that you have accomplished, mm 
-hmm. and then you'll just say one thing that you hope for or that you're dreaming about. Man. So do you want us both to answer or are we just going to give a joint answer, kind of tag team? So, so since y'all are married, we're going to do it this way. Um, so we're going to do three realities. One for yourself, one for your spouse, and one for the family. All right. Three realities and three dreams. Okay. I'm going to let you go first on that one. <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> Uh, so a reality that I've accomplished, mm -hmm. that's so hard. Um, why don't you answer for me? I, I can't answer for you, but I'm answering for myself. <laughs> I would say just, just, um, just growing in God, like, really, really doing this walk of faith, right? Really walking out what I talk about um, and living the life, not being one way in front of people and another way at home. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's an accomplishment because a lot of people don't do that. Like a lot of people just kind of fake it till they make it when it comes to your walk. And I feel like Morris and I are very yeah. transparent about the things that God has brought us from. Yeah. And um and I know because we walk with people through their hardships, mm -hmm. that is hard work to do this thing called being a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's hard work to turn the other cheek. It's hard work to forgive. And so pressing in and doing that and just growing over these last 20 plus years I've been walking with God I'm 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 grateful for that. I'm grateful for where where he has me and where he's taking me. Your turn. That's why I let the lady go first. <laughs> See, one of the things um like with managing we've been married for a while. How long? 16, 17 years. Boom. Almost 18. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yet so i mean you gotta keep what you you gotta keep with you this you know it, it you know it's a it's a milestone for us because it's that growth mm -hmm. it's that growth up in marriage like she said as a believer she says walking in christ and everything and i do believe that also and that um i love how we can come together in a marriage to walk out everything and also like helping other couples mm -hmm. walk out marriage this life and everything mm -hmm. like yeah, you know, we have ups and downs and everything, mm -hmm. but you know what? We learn to go through those valleys. Mm -hmm. We learn to go through it. And I like that the fact that we can grow in that. Mm -hmm. We can grow. Ultimately, we we grow in Christ. We grow in this marriage that we have and we keep moving. Yeah. We keep moving and keep living life. Yeah. All right. Now we got a family reality. Family reality? Mm hmm <laughs> Reality. Well, no, marriage reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 family reality. Like seeing a generation like like our God in Jesus Christ, He is a generational God. Amen. Mm -hmm. He's a generational God. And I would love to see my kids, my kids' kids grow in Christ, grow in God. Like I remember telling my son, I would just like, you know what? The biggest thing, the biggest thing 
is if um, he's up on his life and everything, loving God and growing in God, he can have his degree. He can have everything like that. But if I like I worry about him, if he's not up in a church or not up in God or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if you're growing in that, like that's what that would make me really happy as a daddy, like as a father. And and I'm seeing my son not just going to church, but growing in Christ, mm -hmm. my daughter's. And their daughters, daughters, mm -hmm. and their kids, like that will be a big accomplishment up in family. What I would love to see. Mm -hmm. That's good. Oh, you, you, your turn. A dream. Talk about a dream. What's what's a dream? A dream. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do the wee dream. Okay. The wee dream. Okay. What's the wee? The wee dream is. To have a place where couples can go and be mentored and be um, to, to get away from the world, to get away from life, to get away from that type of stuff right there and to grow together, mm -hmm. to grow together. And um, what you I love a boutique with that all in one, all in one. See, it brings us to the discussion because uh, let's go to the second scripture, First Timothy. Can can I say something right quick before we move on? Uh, yeah. One of the things I, I wanted to come back to Joshua uh, when when you were saying up in Joshua twenty four, and I love what you were saying about. Um, Basically, it was um, uh, where where is it? Where is it? Up in fifteen. Where is it? Where is it? But as for me and my house, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. See, up in verse fourteen, that's that's the one that I highlighted. Verse fourteen. This is how we like how we follow God and how we um 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 how our family grow if we fear the Lord and serve Him wholeheartedly it's a hard thing it's a hard issue it's a hard thing and while i was just reading it and just going over it the holy spirit was just telling me i want your heart mm -hmm. even up in 23 verse 23 of that he told the people to destroy all those idols yes. among them yes. and turn their hearts, hearts. to the lord mm -hmm. turn their hearts to the lord's so I wanted to share that part about um, um, how we ought to um, to serve God and to serve Him, um, to serve our family. It's 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 starting here with me. It's starting here with me. It's my wife right here, and we're gonna serve God with our whole hearts, our whole hearts. In that whole verse right there, the people' hearts was corrupted. Mm -hmm. They had all kind of idolatry. They had everything from. From the um the um 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 from the Ephraim Ephraim River from the um what is that the Amorites that had so many gods and everything around them. One of the things that Joshua said is to throw away all that stuff and follow the Lord. Yeah. Follow him with all his all your hearts. And that's how a family ought to walk and grow when our hearts are right with God. Amen. Starting with this man and his family and how we should go. Yeah. And that is a perfect segue to the next scripture because 1 Timothy 3 and 5 reads, 
if anyone that if anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he be? How can he take care of God's church? Yes. So, so this this portion of scripture, uh, Paul's writing to Timothy about be, being leaders, mm -hmm. and what what we what we learned from Dr. Miles Monroe is that we are we have all been created from creation from God to be leaders. Amen. Amen. So, and being a leader doesn't start in the church. It doesn't start at the workplace. It starts in the family. Yes, that's right. And and when you, when you think of family, you may be thinking husband, wife, son, and daughter, just that family. But what God wants us, to, what God wanted me to really illuminate tonight is that family can be anyone you're connected to by blood or mm -hmm. by covenant relationship. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And. If you're going to be a leader in your family, whether by blood or covenant relationship, whether you're the aunt, the sister, the brother, whoever you, whatever title you have. A mm -hmm. uh, couple of Sundays ago, I talked about drop the title and pick up the towel, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what, what, what it's saying is drop the title and just serve God wholeheartedly. That's and right. Amen. No matter what position you are in the family, the firstborn, the middle, the youngest, the father, the mother, no matter the title, the position you hold in the family, yeah. put that away and just serve God. Amen. He will, tell, he will bring you through. He will bring you through your past. He'll bring you through to your promise line. He'll bring you through. And I love, I love, I love to talk about David. I don't know why. Because I don't know why, but and God is showing David just now that David was the youngest in his family. Yeah, he was counted out. They they didn't think of him, but yet God anointed him to be king. Yeah, and then if you think about Job, Joseph, there the the we know him because of he's the dreamer. Mm -hmm. He had the color many colors, right? And his brothers threw him in a pit and sold him into slavery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? He was the youngest next to Benjamin. Mm -hmm. And yet, he was the one to bring his family back together. Yeah. Right. And what God wanted, wanted, wanted to, to eliminate just now is that no matter what position or title you have in your family, once you serve God wholeheartedly, you, you can be that focal point in your family to bring the whole family back together. Amen. And you can be the one to be. You're, you're, this individual that God is highlighting right now in my mind, they're, they're counted out, they're, they have been cast out from that family. Mm. They, they have been cut off from their family. And the, what the world wants you to do is when you're cut off from your family is to forget your family. Yeah. To, to, to just leave them alone. But what God wants that person to know tonight is that you were cut off. You, you weren't supposed to fit into the things that they were doing. But God says, 
I've cut you off so you can get closer to me and serve me so you can bring them along into who I call them to be. Right. So yeah. And which brings us to the very first point, leading in discipline. <laughs> leading in discipline. Right? You have anything to say before we go to this point? Say that again. Do you have anything to say? Cool. Don't hold your tongue. No, I'm good. Let's get to the next question. All right. So the yeah. first one is leading in discipline. Mm -hmm. Now, what does this look like, right? If you think about Joseph, David, discipline, and if you go back to Joshua 24, 15, Serving the Lord can look undesirable at times. It can look like it can look like it, you shouldn't be doing it. But yeah. discipline isn't punishment. Right. It's correction. Mm -hmm. And you you have to leave in discipline. Right. Now most people believe, okay. When, we, when you think about discipline in the family, you think about parents disciplining their children. Right. Yeah. But what, 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 what God wants us to start with is that as parents, we have to be leaders of discipline. That right. means that, I, I, love, I love this quote, and I, I say it on Facebook, the Holy Spirit won't just have you speaking in tongues, jumping and shouting. The Holy Spirit will have you apologize. The Holy mm -hmm. Spirit will have you to say, I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit will have you do these things for correction, right? right? And as parents, we need to be leading in discipline. We need to show our kids, we need to show our families what discipline is. Yeah. So at times, we, we can't do, we can't fit in with our families at times. Yes, it may look undesirable, but because of who God called me to be. He's called, he set, he's called me out, he set me apart so I can grow. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it will change over time because there are times, for instance, when, when, I, when I came back to Christ, when, when I said, you know what, I, I've been running from God for far too long and now I'm back where God wants me, right? Mm -hmm. And during this time, I couldn't really go like to parties. I couldn't really associate myself with some of the things I used to do. Right. And at times, it, it was Monday, well actually Sunday to Sunday, I was in the church. Like <laughs> after work, I was in church. Right, and this, to the outside world, this did not look desirable to some people. Right. Yeah. This was, for someone my age, this was, I wasn't supposed to be doing this, right? But mm -hmm. what God was saying, I'm correcting something in you, mm -hmm. so this is what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. But now, I'm not in church 24-7 because of correction or discipline. I'm in church because of 
I want to, it is something I love. And now that I've, I've been corrected, I've been convicted, now yeah. I'm able to lead others mm -hmm. into what discipline is. Yeah. Yeah, so discipline is is so very important um, yeah. for a believer's life. Um, we have to um, get in the habit and have uh, something that I call spiritual disciplines that you do mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And one of those is praying. Oh, yeah. um, the life of the believer should be filled with prayer. Um, another spiritual discipline is fasting. Yeah. Um, that is one big thing that a lot of Christians neglect nowadays mm -hmm. because we're addicted to food. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we want to do all these like sugar and social media things and call it a, a fast. Yeah. yeah. But it's not biblical. And um, if we want to see the kind of breakthrough in our lives mm -hmm. that Christ died for, we have to master these disciplines we have to be praying we have to be fasting mm -hmm. we need to be connected to a local body come on of believers yeah. that we can grow that we can be accountable for god has given us all different giftings yeah and he said that the giftings are for the body of christ and so if you're on an island by yourself how are you using your gift to serve serve the body mm -hmm. to serve the body of the believer and it's um imperative that as a parent that you model these disciplines to your children uh making church and making god a priority i just told my son today um uh because he plays football for anybody that that knows us oh, yeah. we are uh second to oldest son plays football he's pretty good at football he's going to be going to college next year and on a football scholarship mm -hmm. and he's being recruited by different schools and stuff and he works hard at his craft he yeah. studies he works out um twice a day and stuff but i told him today don't make football yeah. your god okay. and he and, and he just kind of looked at me like mama like uh, it's not like god is god i say you say that with your mouth but what do you meditate on all day what is the first thing you think about when you wake up and the last thing you think about at night? Mm -hmm. So just be careful that you don't make an idol out of something that God has given you in because God will tear down the idol if you don't. Mm -hmm. So make sure that that thing in your life is in its rightful place. Mm -hmm. I, and I just want to interject it just to get up in the middle of that, too, because it's like when we. You know what we love saying discipline and discipleship just disciplining itself mm -hmm. um but the world really don't understand that and i fully agree like we like we want to practice what we preach mm -hmm. basically practice what we preach i love how angelique just said uh, to our son that you know what's priority yeah priority is not just a church it's a body Amen. it's about that praying it's about fasting. I love when, when now these are the things that we talk about and, and we like, well, why don't we see breakthroughs on these things? Mm -hmm. We talk about discipline, discipline, like how are we discipline as a Christian, as in, in the body. Right. And when we're praying, when we're fasting, when we speak into the Lord, when we, when we hear him from him and really understanding the words that he's saying, that, that's discipline. That's discipline in itself. Mm -hmm. And then when we just, like operating that like make that example for our kids mm -hmm. and they will they will see it 
Yeah. Our biggest thing is to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. So, um, as y'all was talking, uh, one of the scriptures popped up is Proverbs 22 and 6. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Mm -hmm. And And earlier I said we should be leading in discipline as we should be an example mm -hmm. of what we want our kids to do. Right. Yep. So I know this because I know you, both of you um, that as you was telling your son, and you said it, Morris, as you was telling your son that don't put football as a god, I know that y'all are showing him, not just telling him that yeah. what's how to prioritize God, how to put God first. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading the scripture, I, I, I thought back to the vision and mission for my family. And, and I took it down because I needed to redo it and make it readable and legible. Um, and as, when I pulled it back up, I'm like, okay, do Kamaya really know this vision? Do she, did she know this mission? So uh, what I started doing, and see, I am now officially a preschool, a pre-kindergarten parent, amen. Yes. Uh, so uh, what, I, what we have started doing is that before I drop her off at school, we say, I, we say the vision is mission. Mm -hmm. And... And what I'm seeing is I'm seeing that as I said that I'm planting a seed in her. Yeah, exactly. She's smart, but even though even if she doesn't really understand it to the full now, I can see that the spirit in her understands because um, when I dropped off at school Monday. Uh, I talked with a teacher and she ran off and made some new friends. So I, so I said all that to say is how, as parents, how are we demonstrating? How are we being examples to what we're teaching our kids? Yeah. Right. Because a lot of parents want a lot of parents quote, quote the scripture, train up a child in in the way they should go. But how are we training them up? Are we just telling them or are we just are we showing them as well? Come on. Right. I yep. like that. I'll go first on this one. It's leading by example. Yes. Leading by example. Cause we can all tell not only our children, but people that we um help, people that we minister to, to people that we um just around with. Like I can tell you, oh, um, the Lord love you, Jesus love you, uh, stop, repent. Do all this stuff like this. Uh, turn away from your wicked ways. Um, that's adultery. That's this. Like I can tell you all this stuff, but if there's something inside of me that's not right, and 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 basically like Angelique said it earlier, like we're transparent. Like I can only be one way. I can love the Lord with all my heart, mind, and soul, and I need to walk in that. So it's like for me to teach my sons and daughters and whoever else. Like I have to. I have to lead by example, because what's that? That's a hypocrite. 
you're a hypocrite in your in in your in your heart in your mm -hmm. mind and everything that you are mm -hmm. but you me it's it's like i have to i will walk it out also i will show you how what, what's the example with god is to love the lord your god with all your heart is to um um uh, be filled with the spirit how am i to walk in the spirit love patient kindness goodness faithfulness it's I should be walking in that and showing that, not just telling mm -hmm. that person or telling my kids is, is I should be leading by example. Amen. You got the floor. Uh, and uh, God just gave me this illustration. So we, so in, in Psalms, it says, be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, right? So if we're a tree, right, and, and we're rooted in the word of God, mm -hmm. okay, now there is this thing called an acorn. And many people don't know what these things are. Acorns are like seed or seeds mm -hmm. from a tree. Yeah. And if an acorn is planted, it will grow it will grow into be a tree. So When, when that acorn falls, right, and the wind blows, the acorn can be blown away and go be planted in some other soil. Yeah. And what God says to me is that when we're, when we're examples to our children and our children go away, right, They are. They know where to plant. They know where to plant themselves. They know that. Okay, I know. I see my mom. I see my dad. I, that when something is wrong in their life, they pray. They go to God. Yeah. I see my mom. I see my parents. I see my family. When when that happened, they don't just say, "Okay, that's enough for God." They stay worshiping God in the highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And when when you set that example, they're able to plant themselves. When they happen, they say, "Okay, God, thank you," yeah. and I'm still gonna celebrate you, yeah. even though I'm happy, even though I'm sad. I'm still gonna celebrate you. Yeah, I love that. Okay, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. And it brings us to our next point: leading in development. Oh, right. Leading and development. So discipline brings discipline is correction, right? Mm -hmm. Development is a, the change that correction brought on. So when you lead when, when you're leading in development, you're leading through change. You're leading for change. Like when when something changed in your life, you, you're still For example, although Kamaya wasn't born, but when I came back to Christ, but there were family members who was connected to me. There was friends who was connected to me, right? Mm -hmm. And what family is, family is by blood or by covenant relationship. Mm -hmm. And some of the friends I was connected to, we created a covenant relationship. 
So when I turned, when I was rededicated to God, my life changed. Right. So, and me leading in this development of change, what I did was there were times I couldn't do some of the things I used to do with my friends. So instead of saying that I'm better now, I'm better than you now that I'm changed, what I did was that, okay, I can't do this because now I, I, I have to consecrate myself. I have to go to God now because yes, I used to drink and I used to party all this time, but the reason I did that was because of, there was some pain inside of me. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out how can I now do these things. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how can I now, why, what I like to do. And we had some long conversations. And the thing, the thing I really understand now, if we really want to lead in development, we have to have some conversations. Mm -hmm. And we have to have some hard conversations. Because the thing I, I'm now realizing and that I realize is that, that, yes, we can talk about the good things, but we have to also talk about some things that hurt us, some things that have things that make us upset because the the very the, the reason why some families are broken is because of some hurt that they that some hurt that could have been fixed with just a small conversation mm -hmm. things like that. <laughs> so what I hear when when you're talking about the development I hear um freedom mm -hmm. when there's changes that happen in your life and everything it doesn't mean that your past just goes away um there's some things that you may need to get freedom from there may be uh things that you need healing from there may be things uh people that you need to forgive mm -hmm. and that's all a part of the process of walking walking it out and walk walk things through and of course it's going to change mm -hmm. um over time and everything but god is so good and so faithful like as you do this walk i always tell uh people that we sit down with and we talk to that sometimes it's like an onion your life is like an onion and we're just peeling layer after layer like god may bring up something and we deal with that and we pray with that and you get a level of uh victory and then something else may bubble up because we can't sometimes if we've had a lot of trauma we've had a lot of uh disappointment and hurt and just a lot of baggage yeah. Yeah. you can't deal with all that baggage at one time you would drown in it but god is so good that he lets us peel the onion and he gives us enough and if we keep pursuing and keep growing after it and keep digging it and not running away from it yeah. eventually um we'll get through all of that and and just be walking in a level uh in christ that he called us to be and since you brought up onion so so i would like to cook i love to cook right and the thing about an onion right if you don't peel off the bad layer right mm -hmm. and you cook with that bad layer the food won't taste right that's right so, 
So the reason we go through development is so we can so so that bad layer can come mm -hmm. out. Yeah, amen. And Titus chapter two, right? Okay. It is 15 verses, so I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to summarize it. So Titus chapter 2 is Paul writing to Titus. Again, what many theologians say, Paul is writing to Titus about leaders. But as I was reading this, I, I'm, I'm saying that Paul is writing to Titus about people. Mm -hmm. And... As, as I read it, and I encourage those watching to go read as well, what Paul is writing to Titus is that he's writing to him that, that he should be able to teach men, women, young men, young women, several different things. And one of the things that, that stick out to me is self-control. Mm -hmm. That we, we go through development because we need to be self-controlled because this thing called flesh that we live in, right? Yeah. It, it likes to control us. Yeah. And flesh would have us do some things that we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Like it would have us do some th some things that we that God has brought correction to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but once we teach about it, once we teach that okay, sin has a power. And that that power is very enticing. Sin. A lot of people in the church that says sin is bad and that we should overcome sin. But what what most people don't talk about that sin is pleasurable. Sin mm -hmm. is enticing. Right. Mm -hmm. So when when we don't talk about that, you're gonna wanna really indulge in sin. Right. Don't know how to self-control. Right. And that's why it's so important for you to practice that discipline yeah. of self-control and telling your flesh no and beating your your flesh into submission. Mm -hmm. Because what you do in turn is you strengthen your spirit, man. You Every know. time that you tell your no. flesh no, you the know. flesh decreases and your spirit man increases. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to do it after you've lived a fleshly life, mm -hmm. it's going to feel bad. It's not going to be pleasurable at all. You're going to want to cry. You want to kick and scream because mm -hmm. you've let your flesh drive the car for so long. Mm -hmm. But as you put your flesh under submission, you're building up your spirit, man. You can think about it like lifting weights. Right, there you go. right now, we have a lot of people who are puny and skinny and scrawny in the spirit Come on. because they allow their flesh to rule and reign. And that's not what the flesh is was here for. The flesh, we are spirit beings, mm -hmm. right? This we were not meant to let the car drive itself. Our spirit is in control and in the driver's seat, and it tells the car where to go. Yeah. But if you continue to let the car self-drive, it's gonna go off the road and in a ditch and do all these crazy things that God has never called it to do. Right. So you gotta lift your weights and build your spirit, man. And how do you do that? By the Here, word of God. eat this. This is spiritual food, and it's gonna fuel your spirit, man, and give him the strength. To say, no, we're not going to do that. I don't care that that may have felt good or that may have been pleasurable, but that's not what I'm going to do anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and I would just I, I would just back though and say, even like. When we fast. Yeah. 
think about this. We eat so much stuff. When we call a, a, a fast, a biblical fast, on um, just like like water or vegetables or whatever it may be, just removing yourself from all of that, there's so much stuff that we want, <laughs> so much things that, that we crave for. And I see that in sin, mm. in sin. Mm. Like we starve ourselves out from that and hear more of God and hear more of his spirit and be led by his spirit on there. Mm. As Jalik already pointed out there, we go by this word of God right here. You feed and you eat on that. We always say something about it. it's it's like lifting weights. Right. If, if, if I'm going to keep reading God's word, how am I have self-control if it's not from the Holy Spirit? It's, right. it, it, it's not by the spirit of God. Right. I can have a worldly self-control, but still get off track. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint. Fasting. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to just get on fast. But 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 when I hear about uh, when I hear about sin, when I hear about all that is it's like. I could just remember just when, when, when we're doing this, it, like, you know, I'm trying to not starve myself, but I'm trying to hear clearly from God. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to hear his word and that stomach, get it? Hint, hint. That's, that's, that's the sin. That's, that's the sin that try to get up in you. Like you, you want to get that away from you as much as possible and, and just produce more of God's spirit. Amen. Amen. And when, when I was talking, God said, okay, we're gonna do a fast segment in September. So yeah, we're gonna do that. And he, he also brought Daniel and the three Hebrew brothers. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And when when you read Daniel, right, and he fasted, you mm -hmm. see the reason Daniel fasted was because of the king wanted to feed the people his food, his, the, his kind of food, right? And worship his God. And in order to be leaders in this, in this man-made kingdom, they had to read this literature, they had to eat this food, they had to worship like this, right? And so Daniel, it wasn't called a fast then. It was Consecration time of God. Yeah. Right. And so what Daniel did was he said, okay, he he told he went to the king and he said, give me this amount of time. And if I know more than the other selectees, know more than the other candidates, and I look better than the other candidates, I don't have to do what's required, what you say is required, right? And so Daniel ate what God told him to eat. He went before God, isolated himself and with him and God, mm -hmm. right? He didn't take on the outside world's literature or entertainment. He just said, okay, God, this is between me and you, Yeah. right? Good. It is not about what I'm going to gain, but it's about me getting closer to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's bringing us back to Joshua 24. It may seem undesirable, but when you put it all away, when you put the things of the world, when you put the things of your past right. away and get in 
worship God, serve God wholeheartedly with your whole heart. Right. He's gonna make you better than than what the, the world standards, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, I talk about it, and um, so I, I'm excited that Kamaya's in school, right? And when when I was talking to God about her going to school, I'm like, okay, I want the best for her. I want what you want for her, right? So I was gonna send her to a public school, right? So I, I did all the registering, we, we, I did all the paperwork, and the day, the very first day of school, right, they they call me, we go up to the school and they tell they tell me she can't attend today, come back tomorrow. Okay. Wow. So, okay, we go home and then and then we come back the next day and they say she can't attend. Mm. And they tell me why. I'm like, okay. And looking from a natural eye say that like that that makes no sense. And right. Everyone I told about this, they they, they laughed and said it, it didn't make sense to them. But when I started talking to God about it, he says, I'm setting her up for what I want her. Where I want right? yep. Listen. So, all right, I'm looking for another school, and my mom finds another school, and I call up the principal, and I register and I pay the enrollment fees, and right, and Normally, this enrollment fee that I would have, that I paid, I wouldn't have it. But yeah. God gave me the provision for it. Because Amen. God says, this is where she needs to be. Yeah. So, when, it, it may look undesirable when, when you get connected with God. Right. Right. When, 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 you, when you get close with God, yeah. yes. It may not be to it may not be up to the world standards. It may not look like it may not look like what the world says it should look like. Yeah. But what God has for you is better than what the world can give you. That's mm -hmm. right. Absolutely. So it may it may look undesirable, but it's for your good. Yeah. <laughs> when, when when you're connected with God, it may look undesirable to the outside world. But it's for your good. He's gonna work it out for you. That's he's right. Gonna give you, he's gonna give you everything you need. Yep. He's gonna yep. give you the provisions. He's gonna give you the purpose. He's gonna give you everything. Amen. Love that. That's good. That's good. And as you're leading in development, many people will say, "Okay, cool." How do you how do you measure your development? How do you measure the change that you're that you're exhibiting in Christ? How do you measure this? Well, me personally, I would say you, you can't measure it, right? But but here's the thing: when you go before God, right? Mm -hmm. 
the measure is not gonna the measure is not you're not gonna focus on that. You're just gonna focus on getting close to God. Right. Yeah. Right. And then God will show you. Right. Because after after the time has passed with Daniel, and and it was time to examine. All the other candidates studied the literature of the from the king. They they ate the king's food, required food, and then when it came time to examine Daniel, they, the king said Daniel looked better and Daniel was smarter than all the other candidates. Yeah. Yep. Another example, and this is one of the reasons I love Moses, is that when it came to leading, when it came to leading, Moses did not look like the one to lead God's people out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Even Moses didn't see it. Moses said, I have, I have a speech problem. I, I don't speak well. I murdered someone. I'm not, they, they don't see me as them. But God says, I put in you everything you need yeah. to lead my people into freedom. Yeah. So what, what I'm saying is you may if you may not seem qualified for where God's bringing you. You may not seem qualified right. for what God has for you. But the very thing God wants me to let you know tonight is that God qualifies you. That's right. Qualifies the unqualified. Yep. Yes, he does. You may not have what the world says you need to have. Yeah. yeah. Right? But yep. God says, as long as you're close to me, as long as you're steady being disciplined, as long as you're steady developing, I got you. Yep. Stay with me. Mm -hmm. Stay connected to me as Pastor Mary's comedy. Stay connected to me. I wanna say I I wanna go back to what you said about Daniel and mm -hmm. uh and, and his and his friends when they was talking about uh when they when they didn't want to eat the meats of, of the king and everything. Like when we read, when, when when we look at it, you'll see that they already had that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They had that lifestyle. And at first it wasn't called a fast on that on, on that instant right there with Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. it, it it was with um what was uh King I think it was King Darius. I think I think so up, up on that one. That was two that was two separate um instances. But right there where his lifestyle, he wasn't gonna go against God. The the, the king's meat, the, the king's tradition, all this the, the sacrifice the idols. Idols, everything and what what he did, he had a heart for God. He knew God, he heard God. And, and he heard everything that he was saying in, in his life. When you said that, it just clicked in me. Like, how much more, since yes. we have Christ in us, mm. we have the living hope in us yeah. to hear and obey God. It, it Nowadays, it's not really about the food. It's about hearing what God has to say. Mm -hmm. And are you going to obey yeah. and hear that word and trust? Obedience. And, 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 I'm, and I'm thinking about even with Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham, what he did, it, it was like he heard God and he, and he just listened to what he said. And God counted that uh, by his faith. Mm -hmm. By his faith. Mm -hmm. And that's how we ought to walk in Christ and develop. And mature in it. 
And, and then you said something about how do we develop, I mean, how do we measure our development on that? By the word of God, mm -hmm. our trust. Yeah. Our trust. Yeah. And when things are hard, just like you said, when things are hard, people may not think that they measure up on certain things. Right. But what are you going to trust in? You're going to trust in what the world say. Yeah. You're going to trust in what your friends or your mama say. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to trust in what God already planted in your heart from his heart, from his word that you read Amen. through his Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. Oh, come on. I know. I know that was a lot on that one right there. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll be like, like, like you triggering it. I'll be like, this is what we're here for. This is this right here. This is this is what family should look like. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's, it's, it's not just the children. It's not just the mom. It's not. To, it's, it's, it's the body in Christ right mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, and, they, and, and then the Bible even would say about the marriage It's like a mystery. What's yeah. that mystery? That's Christ and his bride. Yeah. Christ and his bride. Come on. Because as you was talking about how you measure it, 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 it's a great segue to the next point, which is leading in deployment, right? Is leading in trusting God, leading in. So that's yours right deployment, there. Deployment, right? Yeah. So a deployment is. An assignment to go, right? Yeah. When when soldiers, sailors, marines get assignments to be deployed, they are assigned to go somewhere. Right. right. So I'm about to shout right now. <laughs> so when you when you lead in discipline, when you lead in development, you also have to lead in deployment. You have to lead in trusting God. Because yeah. God has sent us to be able to trust him. Yep. Trust he sent us to our workplaces to be able to trust him. Yep. He sent us to our church families to be able to trust him, to show how we trust him. Mm -hmm. You see, we don't just go to church to show out our Sunday events. We don't just go to church to, to show how we trust in God. Mm -hmm. Right? Because Many people can leave their house one way. Oh, they yeah. say, okay, I left my house this mm -hmm. way. I left arguing with you, but I'm trusting God enough to know that God is going to grow in us. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm worshiping God that we will grow. Like, I trust that God is going to grow in us, that, that he's going to grow in us. He's going to correct what we need correcting. And I'm, and I'm trusting him that my selfishness is going to die. That I'm yeah. trusting him that my old ways is going to die. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting him that as I'm in this workplace that I'm not going to focus more on me, that I'm going to focus more on why God has me here. Because right. I've been, I don't like to leave jobs, right? But God tells me when it's time to leave at certain times. And every time I have been employed at a job, it's been for a reason, either for someone or for some people. Mm -hmm. And I'm at this new job, Charlie's, right? And 
the connections I've made at this restaurant. It is amazing. I've made I made connections with new people. I mm -hmm. made connections with the workers, and we're talking more about God than they ever talked about. And I'm leading in development. I'm leading in where God is sending me. Mm -hmm. That I'm not just being. I'm not just working here just for a paycheck. I'm yeah. working because God sent me here. Amen. Right. Have you done that? Yes. Um, <laughs> in the military, so um, I have a very basic knowledge, but I know that when you en enroll into any branch of the military, they usually have something called basic training mm -hmm. that you have to go to before. And when you go there, you uh, they basically put you through these different exercises to get you fit, get you ready for wherever you're gonna go right and then once you get to the point to where you're ready for your deployment you have your assignment you've mm -hmm. already been trained as a as a as a soldier and you know your assignment and you have your orders and i think that that's so important as, as the body of christ that we know our assignment yeah. you know the word says that um, that there are different giftings that God has given us, right? Some mm -hmm. are apostles, some are prophets, some are pastors, some are teachers and evangelists. Yeah. And we have a lot of uh, believers mm -hmm. that don't even know where they fit in the body, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So ready for deployment because you have to know your assignment. Mm -hmm. You got to know what God has called you to do and where he has called you to do that. They don't just graduate those soldiers out of basic training and just say, okay, like go wander and just figure it out and figure out where you land. Yeah. And I feel like that is a key thing that's missing in the body of Christ. We don't prepare believers for deployment. Yeah. We prepare them to be seat warmers. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, you ain't hear me. Hello. No, we, time, we're, not, we're not preparing people for deployment. Yeah. Right. We feel like we have achieved something just because we're here and we're warm in a seat and God has called us to so much more. There are so many people that are that are lost and dying mm -hmm. that we every single day. Yep. And it's because we're not in our place. We don't know our orders and we haven't take the time to develop yep. in the giftings that God has put inside of us. And, and that just and that just go back to like it's not just when you go out to the world you, you spoke about your job if you know your assignment you can see somebody's heart mm -hmm. not just their face you can see their heart and you can be like hey bro can i pray for you right quick like or how can i help you right not just prayer it's how can i help you like what like like we're supposed to walk on this earth in christ likeness right we as believers ought to be bringing the kingdom of God. That's right. Here on this earth. Mm -hmm. Every place that we walk. Right. It should. Okay. If, if you want to say it like this, the kingdom of God is at hand. Right. The kingdom of God is at hand. You should be walking in that kingdom of God. Because mm -hmm. when you see your hurt brothers or sisters, when you see somebody, their faces, or you see that heart and God is giving you a word to speak. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? That's my assignment right there. Yes. And I love that Angelique said about um, the military, about how they train you. Mm -hmm. And in churches, like, 
like we feel like we're trained up because uh we have the bible that we read but no teacher mm. Mm. and have your own understanding come on mm. and you should have someone right there to walk with you to truly disciple you yeah through good through bad through even though this is a hard word to take like that's training yeah that's training yeah. and then when the person that you train go out and deploy and bring other people into god's kingdom and they walk out on this earth that's how we ought to be walking right there right right and repeat, do it all over again. All over again. You keep training, you keep training, you keep discipling. Yep. You keep walking in the spirit of God. Amen. Because uh, I heard a pastor say that, I think it was Pastor Mary, I think it, it was somebody like, oh, it, we, we go out into the world and say, oh, come to my church. And this is my pastor, right? Mm -hmm. And this, this pastor said that, okay, why, why would you bring them to church to hear about God when you can, when they can hear about God with you? Exactly. And the church can help you worship God. Exactly. That's good. Yep. And I believe many people don't believe that they, they have an assignment because of they're not, they don't have a title. Yeah. They're not assigned a title. They 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 believe that oh because of I'm just a believer of Christ, I don't have this title, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm, I put my hand up right here because I'm gonna say this because I walked through this. Mm -hmm. You said something and I believe that the people we don't know how to use our gifting. Mm. We don't know how to operate in that. That's why I feel like we ain't adequate on things like, oh, am I really supposed to be doing this? Oh, some people don't know what their gifting are. And, um, and or either someone that believes that they know what their gifting are, they belittle the other person and make it seem like, you know what, serving a person, I mean, you should be whatever like that or something like that. But I believe is that you don't understand what your gifting are. Right. And the other thing is too, us and the church have created idols out of church leaders. Yeah. You have people that run around after their favorite prophet or their favorite apostle or their favorite pastor, and they listen to them more than they listen to God. Right. Not about titles. The word of God says he that is the least in the king and, and on this earth is going to be the greatest in heaven. So if if you want to look at it that way, I, I don't you don't need a title. We are called sons and daughters of God. You already have sons your and daughters of the most high God. That's we, your we title. Go, put it up there. <laughs> That's your title. You're a son or you're a daughter of the most high God. I mean, what what more title do you need than that? So, we, we talked about how we should be the example in leading discipline, employment, and, and development, right? Yeah. Now, let, let's bring it a little closer to home as parents, right? Mm -hmm. Right. What does, as a parent, personally, 
what does discipline look like to you? What does what look like? You said discipline. discipline. Oh, discipline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to talk first. about discipline? Um, I, I feel like um, discipline for me. Ooh, she changed her voice on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> for me, discipline um, is important for our children, right? You have to try. You have to train your children. You have to let them know that there are consequences. There you go for the decisions that they mm -hmm. make, and there are consequences for not obeying the authority in their life, and that is just a mirror. We're training our children to obey a God that they can't see by learning how to obey parents that they have in front of them mm -hmm. right and so discipline is so important because because of that right we train on our children on how to serve and obey god yeah you know a lot of times when you're when you when you have to discipline the children don't understand they're like well why or mm -hmm. or that's not fair or whatever and you know sometimes you know we do talk and explain it but sometimes we're just like it is what it is. is and enough. even yeah. with our older children, we will flat out tell them sometimes God will call you to do something or ask you to do something or say no to something and he won't give an explanation. There won't be anything. He, God just said no. Mm -hmm. And are you going to obey because you um, don't understand it, right? And we try, we hope that we um, are instilling a level of trust in our yeah. children yeah. because it's the same thing with God. Like, do you trust God with your life? Do you mm -hmm. trust him with your destiny and your family and your children? So when he tells you things mm -hmm. that you can walk it out And the same thing with our children, if we tell you that something is harmful to you yeah. or detrimental to you, yeah. Are you going to trust us in this? Yeah. And so discipline for us is very important. It's also, you have to be consistent with it, yeah. right? You can't say something and not be prepared to follow, to follow through, through with it because they will call you oh, on your yeah, bluff. Definitely. Right? They will call you on your bluff. So you have to make sure as a parent that whatever you put out on the table, that you're willing to follow through on it. Yeah, that's good. And as a married couple... For discipline, oh, you have to present a united front. Yeah. The word Not says that a house divided cannot stand. Mama. So trying to pit parents against each other. Yeah. That's like a that's like a double punishment. Let me find out that you asked me something and I gave you an answer and then you went to your daddy. Oh. Oh, we don't even much play yeah. that game. Or, it's not gonna be that. We're not we, we don't even much play that game anymore. So it's like we take our time to be like, you know what? hold on we got to talk about this right or sometimes they will be like you know what um daddy can and then i'll, I'll be like you know what because they normally go to her first <laughs> normally and i'll be like what your mama said about that if they don't give me a straight question i'll be like i'll get back with y'all <laughs> so we so we can discuss so we can it, what's going on. It first. yeah but but don't let something come up just out the blue now mm -hmm. now definitely um just discipline like it's the same with what angelique said and me as a man, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to scare them. I don't want to scare them. I don't. But I do want to. I, I do want my kids to know. Like 
there is consequences on the things that you do. And like we always say, we're like, you know what? We don't say things to hurt you or to um, or or to make you be belittled or anything like that, because that's not what us parents are called to do. Right. There's some parents that do that to their kids. And you know what? And, 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 I, and I would say this. Um, if you had a parent like that, you know what? There's a father in heaven that loves you. Yes. That was there in that time. While mama probably says something about you, that mama uh, probably uh, uh, made some something up about you, or just don't even that, that you feel like that don't even much like you. Right. But there's a God in heaven that sent His Son down here to die for you, because He loves you. Yeah. Because He loves you. Amen. So, uh, um, God is our example, and from disciplining our kids throughout this whole, even while they're, uh, you know what? I can't really say that I would discipline my. 21 year old but i would give him suggestions i, I would help him out I, I, I would lead him in um like decision making or whatever he can either yes. choose that or he can choose to do what he want to do on there mm -hmm. he has that choice right there because ultimately i trust what god has put up in me as a father and, and it's like all right lord i'm gonna have to leave him into your hand and leave her into your hand or whatever because like i trust that you gave me the right tools in those times so they can know how to make these decision makings. Yeah. And discipline is not just whooping your kid. Mm -hmm. It's not whooping your kid. It's showing them the right way. It's teaching them the right way. It's being there for them when they're down, when they're out, when they feel inadequate. Uh, you said a word and I chopped. Uh, you said authority. And I love it because when 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 it comes to discipline, you have to know who's your authority. Yeah. And when you don't know who's the authority, you're not gonna be you're, you're not gonna really be able to be disciplined because you don't know who to listen to. Right. Yeah. So when you know who's your authority, let's say let's say you say, okay, my authority is the world, right? I do what the world tells me to do. I I. I I go with what, how the world says to go, right? So you'll listen to the things of the world more than you listen to God because of, you put the authority on the world, yeah. right? And the world will show you, right, how to be who the world wants you to be. But yeah. when you put your authority in God, he will mm -hmm. show you how you're supposed to, how he created you to be. Amen. Right? Good. That's good. So, now, now that's this discipline. So, give us an example in parenting and when it came to like development, like examples of how you develop as a parent and your children develop. Oh man, I want it. This may not be nothing, but I want to say this too about. Anybody that's a parent, if you know any older couple, any person that's been through life and they had kids, and that that's a good thing to learn from from our elders, from our people that's older than us, because they have a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of wisdom, and I want to encourage anybody, whoever's on here, if they have somebody that they can look to. Um, and, and to get that type of wisdom just from God and from a, a older person or whoever that you see that's an authority, like I would say, get that. I mean, get that. 
that type of wisdom for your family. Now, going back to your question, you said something about what's an example of um, just what, what what was that developing? Yeah, being developed as a parent and development in your children. Okay, here we go. I see a lot of uh, like examples, like say say like um, I'm I'm disciplining one of my kids and everything, and they probably I would say said something smart or they said something like um or or i feel like it was bad or something like that and i'd be like lord and and i say this in my head and i say this in my heart like how many times have i done that to you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and you told me this and i'm like i see my kid doing the same thing too mm-hmm. but i know my heart right now like i've done that to you and, and um, even though I'm their parent and everything, I have to discipline them on discipline them on that, or whatever. I have to tell them about it. I have to um, just just coach them everything. And then when I see my kids doing certain things, I'd be like, "Man, like I was there, or I'm there." And I'm like, I have to go to the father, and just like if there's like a repentance or whatever, like, all right, Lord, help me to do whatever I need to do. Because I see it, and anytime when I'm speaking to the kids, I'm always like, "Man, all right, Lord, you're gonna have to help me too." <laughs> if that answers your question, and how we see them grow on that, it's like we 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 see them not make those type of mistakes, or either they grow, they grow into it, like decision making or or whatever it may be. What you got? I'm gonna put you on there. Mm-hmm. You done? You got it. <laughs> All right. So, and now, <clears throat> you, you said you have one child who's on his way to going to college, right? Like, what are what what are some examples of how you're? What's the word I'm looking for? Example of how you are preparing him for this next level. Oh, he's already prepared. No, I'm just thinking. Okay. okay. One, one of them is the example that, you know, I gave earlier about examining his heart and making sure that God was God in his life and not just in word, but in deed and action. Another uh, way is um, forcing him to be more disciplined than he wants to be mm-hmm. in areas that he's not strong in, right? So he is not the best at time management right now. And so I try to instill in him on a daily basis, recognizing that this is a distraction, stay focused. Um, This is a time stealer. Like you need, like he has a book that he's reading. It's called the, um, it's called the hiding place. And it's a story of Corey Mm -hmm. Book. And, um, I told him that he needed to be reading an hour a day because he's he has to have it completed by a certain um, certain date or whatever. And he was reading and he read for like 10 minutes and then he stopped and he was scrolling on his phone. And I was like, did you you that wasn't even an hour. And he just kind of looked at me. I'm like, put the phone away. Like, if you can't finish the book right now, you you can't be on your phone. And of course, I mean, mama, you know, I, I'm a strict parent you know our kids would call us strict but i don't care (laughs) i don't care because 
you know, we say this with our older son, our 21 year old, right? Has he made all the decisions that we would like? No. Are we yeah. happy with it? No. But the thing is, I can, me and Morris can firmly stand before God and say, we taught that boy. Yeah. We trained him and showed him and presented God to him. We brought him to the altar yep. and made sure that he knew who God was. Yeah. Now, whether he decided to continue that walk and mm -hmm. press into that is entirely up to him but we have done our jobs as a parent mm -hmm. and the same thing with my children i i don't my other kids i don't care if um they think that i'm strict or they don't understand why we go on uh social media well it's not social media but we go on like internet fast I shouldn't call it a fast because it's not a fast we just cut the internet off our, at our house and so nobody yeah. can get um, on their little games that they like to do and we're not streaming no TV like we just we're gonna go back to the old days <laughs> to 2000 <laughs> where we where we play we play together we talk together we we made little crafts and stuff and just have fun yeah uh, because the, you know these kids they're so addicted to devices yeah so addicted to devices and being entertained entertain yourself use your imagination <laughs> and they may not like it but i do believe that we're planting the seeds and we're training training them so as adults they will be successful in yeah. in their all their ways Amen. that is that is it for the topic i want to thank y'all this discussion was amazing and that's and from this discussion, God gave me many more discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a lot. This, this is what I'm going to say. This is not going to be the last time oh, yeah. I'm going to ask no. y'all to be a part of this, especially uh, after God has given me something else. But I want to thank y'all for giving y'all testimony, y'all words of encouragement, and what God has given me. I want to thank y'all. And I just want to thank y'all, and I want to thank the God in you. Amen. And I just want to just thank you for allowing y'all to give y'all the bold spirit to come and yeah. talk about this. Amen. 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 You're welcome. You're welcome. So that is our discussion on this. All about the family. We're leading in family, and family isn't just blood. It's a it's connected covenant relationship. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And with leading in family, if you're struggling in what what this truth is, you can go ahead and message me and we can talk more on this topic because let me let you know something. What the thing God gave me about leading and leading in family, this is just a portion of it. And God has many more. And guess what? This is just part one. Trust and believe God is on show and reveal some more things to us and through us. And I just want to thank everyone for watching and being a part of what God is doing here on Into the Deep. We're going deeper in the Word of God. Amen. Yeah. So, since Morris prayed us, since Morris prayed at the beginning, and we can pray about it. Sure. Go.
Father God, we just thank you. We praise you. We give you glory and honor and praise, Father. We thank you for what you did tonight, Father God. And we thank you for the seeds that were sown, Father God. Lord, I ask that it would just fall on good soil, Father God, and grow and be watered and spring up and bear much fruit, Father God. Lord, I ask you to bless Leander, Father God, and into the deep, Father God. Lord, I ask that you would just widen his tent peg, Father God, and strengthen him, Father God, as he continues to walk out this ministry that you have called him to father thank you for the people that have joined us and lord we just thank you father for your goodness and your wisdom in jesus name Oh, oh, oh.